The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and I'm here with the absolutely beautiful, hot and sexy, no, 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 no. lovely, lovely, Sharon. Just lovely. And hot and sexy and beautiful. Just lovely. Hot and sexy and beautiful. Hot, sexy, beautiful. (laughs) Okay, I'm Sharon. There you go. Welcome to the show, (laughs) folks. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for another week of the program. Uh, you can catch us online at our internet address. But you got to be quick because we can run pretty fast. That's right. <laughs> www.jmtalk.net. And that's where you can subscribe to the show. That's where you can listen to us 24-7. And uh, also we can read the blog, see what's going on, uh, and everything else about the show. Also on social media, you know, find us at Facebook at JM Talk and on Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Are you Okay. You're making a lot of adjustments over there. Are you I'm, comfortable? I'm adjusting. Yes. You're adjusting. Yeah, uh, my back itches, and I, I. Not that everybody on Radio Land need to hear that. Where's your back scratcher, though? It's all the way over there. Oh. And you glued me to the chair. I glued so you to I the chair. So I cannot get up. Well, yes. you're less glued to your chair than I am because I am in between, no, like I'm no, blocked I mean, by your microphone no, stand there, he really put and your glue tripod on the chair and, and your made dog. me sit down in it and, and said, sit still. This lady. computer over here, and five keyboards, move. four mice, and three power cords. So I'm more blocked in to be to not be able to go and get that for you than you are. Okay. <laughs> Everybody in Radio Land don't believe you. They believe me. Because they know I would never lie to them. I'm upset right now. Why? Because I just finished watching the Eagles game. Oh, God. So I'm upset. Yeah, well, the Beagles didn't do very well today. Anyway. (laughs) I wanted to share with you something I just learned today, like in the last hour and a half. What did you just learn? Do you know on uh, on your on your steering wheel, on the horn area, the center of the steering wheel, you know how you have those little bumps in a grouping? Yeah, there's... Do you know what they are? Yeah, it's um, sign language. It's Braille, Braille for when blind people are driving, they know where the horn is, so they're going to alert other drivers right. to emergencies. Exactly. I did not know that, that they well, they have... I did not realize they equipped vehicles with Braille in case blind, blind people right. are driving. Well, you, you know, they They think have, of everything. They do, and you know, <laughs> um, you know, the Handicap Act, you can't discriminate. Right against so anyone, including the blind people. Right, they they are a protected class. Absolutely. So they so they fall they into wanna, the ADA as well. Right, and if they want to drive, then I'm off the road. <laughs> 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 but so be it. It continues to be challenging on the road. You know, we drive almost every weekend. We're on the road, and. Um, uh, it, it, it continues to astound me how 
people do not yield. They do not use turn signals. Um, they do not care. They do not care. I mean, seriously. I mean, really, if you don't care, then you should probably hand your keys into someone who does. Yeah. And stay home. Agreed. I do agree. Because I am so tired of going, oh! Yeah, so am I. I, no, I mean, like, for real. <laughs> Although I know it's it not me. It bothers me when you stop suddenly, not because you stop suddenly, but because I'm afraid of some butthole behind me not paying attention. Right, which is a very re- real fear. You know, it, it's never... And anybody that knows me when uh, knows that when Joel and I first got together... Um, I had to reteach him how to drive. Oh, jeez. Because good Lord knows. Here we go. I do not know who taught him how to drive to begin with. But let's just, let's just say he got pulled over and (laughs) alcohol tested because because of his driving. And he was not. I worked at double. No, no, (laughs) no. When you swerve over the line. I was Which tired. is why he pulled you over. I was in the car laughing hysterically. I w- oh Which is God. why you should have gotten a ticket and or arrested. No, no, no. What, <laughs> okay. What happened to defend your man? He hasn't had a drop to drink. <laughs> and he's getting pulled over by the cops. I was tired. No. I don't. Mm-mm. That's the first time, however... <laughs> That I've heard that excuse what? while telling this it's story. It's always been because I was no. tired. It was like 1 a.m., one right? Yes. Right, okay. So? So, Buttons Ice Cream, see if they stick. I was tired. Oh, no, tired. no, 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 no. Don't you try stealing, <laughs> on the air, no less, stealing my lines. Anyway, know. so, yeah, yes, that's, anyway. that's how his driving was. It has improved with my with my tutelage, uh huh. I I did. Thank you for being. Uh, how to uh, drive properly? Thank you for properly. being grateful to the extra care I take in transporting you around, <laughs> making sure that I am alert as to everything on the roadways to make sure that we are that much safer than the idiots out there that pay no attention. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Oh, well, hold on a second. And that's him slapping himself on the elbow. Well, I couldn't reach my back. No, I just couldn't reach my back. I was trying to pat myself on the back. But whatever. No, you no, honestly, you do drive okay. (laughs) It's better than Um, okay. I'm telling you it's better than okay. As I said, it's the (laughs) buttholes around us. People in the back, people on the sides, people in front of you. You never know what the heck they're gonna do. You okay. know, I think it's a really good idea that you leave a mile between car, you know, the car in front of you. Right. You know. Because and literally, people, I am not joking. It is about a quarter of a mile. And the thing that worries you the cars. most is not me, but somebody behind me, not seeing that the traffic is stopping okay, abruptly. Yeah. So, right. I'm, so do- I'm doing what everyone a else should do. Of a mile. <laughs> okay. In case somebody in front of me is an idiot, I need the time to react. And on and on. <laughs> I need the time to I react. I would like to know from the people in the audience uh, that I'm right. Whose side they're on? <laughs> they're on my side. My naturally. side. Naturally. No, because I'm so lovely. Naturally. And I'll pay you if you pick me, or you can go with Joel. 
So let's talk about this. I want to hear this. Let, uh, but then you're not going to hear anything right now because this is a podcast. So let's move on to this uh, tidbit of information. Okay, so the price that I will pay for people. <laughs> so uh, you like, and we've watched, and we both like, so you like those houses that where they flip houses. Yes. Yeah, you know, they buy them cheap yes. and they do great yeah. things with them and whatnot. Well, there's a new fixer flipping upper show coming out. Okay, and it's called, I think, Murder House Flip. What? Yes, yes. So, like, they flip it's like houses fixer upper, where but people it's for, were murdered? Where, yes, where, where crimes were committed, okay, they renovate those homes, okay? Wow. So, so here, here it is. We're thrilled to bring this one-of-a-kind series to life and dive into a world that combines America's two biggest TV obsessions true crime and home renovation uh this is from elsie cedar senior vice president of alternative and syndicated programming for sony pictures television the show which is from csi producer josh berman uh and penny dreadful producer chris king and author katherine ramsland will appear on mobile streaming service quibi or is it quilby quibi never heard of it oh which just launched um so no, I'm looking. Uh, in April. Or maybe it launches this coming April. Today.com does not have the actual date on this article. But if I may oh. continue. Go ahead. Um, so basically, continue. they say what the viewers can expect from this um, home, home Improvement Show is a colorful cast of forensic specialists, spiritual healers, and high-end reservation experts. Uh, they'll uncover the crimes, shocking secrets, and scandalous histories of the home. So, um, and as far as home makeover shows, there will be some gritty hard work involved. Although, I, I see that. Can I finish on this? or, ahead, or do you Or do you want to turn no, this into a sports I, show? No, please. I, <laughs> I apologize. So, I, how about instead, instead, instead of looking at that for a second, how about your opinion on this? house flipping show in in homes where murders were committed how about that um oh my god that's a brand new ipad you're about to trash it no i'm not if you close it now you gotta do face recognition so what do i think i don't know i don't think i would want to be the one buying the home I think from from some of what I read, though... the negative energy in there... Right. I'm not saying ghosts or goblins Well, they have spiritual healers to take care of that. Yeah, but... mm, I know what you're saying. You got the negative energy that's left over from... I'm trying to play devil's advocate. (laughs) (laughs) But... I just don't think I would personally want to buy a home... Where murder has taken place. I think one of the things they're going to be doing too is, um, let's say something happened. It is your home. If something happened in your home, they're going to be doing homes like that too to help the family be able to move on and beyond it and not have to. You know what I mean? So it gives them a fresh yeah. look and something different. And uh, I mean, it's weird. I, you know, yeah. it, it almost seems. I don't know how I feel about that. It almost seems a little sensational. Yeah. You know, like over the top, yeah. sort of like WWE over the top. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it would be a little pooky if you ask me. Well, it would be less pooky because the house was pooky 
after the events and before the renovation. Well, that's what, yeah, but are they going to have a true psychic come in and and banish? They're saying they're going to have spiritual healers, uh, forensic specialists, spiritual healers, and high-end renovation experts. I don't know. I I don't trust. I I don't trust another psychic. I know you if don't. If I'm gonna do it, if I'm gonna purchase a house that has negative energy, I want to be the one. Yeah. To do the banishing. No, I get you. I so, get you. yeah, I mean, but for any other Joe Schmo, I guess that's. If that's up your alley, then hey. Right. Go for it. Okay, she said go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess we won't be looking forward to that coming out. Of course, we don't, that's not a streaming service we have anyway. Right. Thankfully. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, a couple of weeks ago we reported on uh, the big social media war. War of the Chicken Sandwiches. Yes, yes, I the remember Great Chicken that. Sandwich oh War. Oh my gosh, how Yeah, the stupid. Great Chicken Sandwich Wars of 2019, right? <laughs> wow. So, um, here's the thing. Kentucky Fried Chicken wants to shake things up in that arena with the chicken sandwich. And what they're offering is the fried chicken chain announced that they are going to be testing a donut fried chicken sandwich in select I markets. I heard that. Yeah, the sandwich will feature a piece I of fried chicken. That. A fried chicken fillet, between bread and fillet, two between glazed two donuts. glazed donuts. Yes. Can you say gross? I know, right? I mean, I don't know who the coordinator who makes up new recipes for KFC is, but this is not <laughs> going to do anything. This is not going to get it them into the war. It sound appealing to it, me. Yeah, it's not, it's not even going to put them on the battlefield. You want something sweet with something savory. Well, sometimes you do. Like, caramel well, goes yeah. with salt. Yeah. Salted caramel. Okay. But, but gla- different. glazed donuts Glazed donuts sandwich with fried chicken. Yeah, I mean, that's stretching the chicken Ew. waffles theory. Yeah. Although I never had chicken and waffles and don't know if I would. I don't think I would either. I mean, I just... It's just I mean, I like syrup, but... Uh, do you put syrup on it? I don't know. And it's syrup. That's what I said, syrup. No, you said syrup. It's syrup. It's syrup. No, syrup. Syrup. <laughs> what was that? Shrup. Okay. So I don't know if they put shrup on <laughs> chicken and waffles, but I can't imagine eating a piece of chicken between two waffles either. I, yeah. I don't know. It just... I never even had steak and eggs. I don't know if I could... What? Yeah, I've never yes, had steak and eggs. Have. No, I have not. Why would you say I did when I know I've never, ever had steak and eggs? Ever. But why not? Because Well, first of all, I'm not a big steak eater. True that. Have we not been together like 23 and change years? Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm so just, I'm not a big steak eater. Now, hamburger sh- steak, which I've been... <laughs> I get my stones busted about that all the time. I love hamburger steak. <laughs> it's just a hamburger, but I think it's the quality of the meat. Right? Isn't it yeah, sirloin? Yeah. Sirloin? <laughs> sirloin. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is fun. This is the vocabulary ah, show. Okay. <laughs> Let's. So, okay. So, the sandwich will feature, I told you, a piece of chicken between two glazed donuts. Fried, right? Fried yeah, chicken. So, yeah, fried, like the breaded, breaded right. filet. And um, 
between two glazed donuts, and they're offering it for $5.99. They're also testing a fried chicken and donut basket meal, which includes chicken on the bone or chicken tenders paired with one or two donuts. Uh, they're nuts. Wow. If you're yeah, looking right? at, so if you're looking to give this a try, it is available at more than 40 locations, but only in uh, the Norfolk and Richmond areas of Virginia. Right. And Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. So some areas for us to not go Visit. to. Yeah. You know what I'm I miss chicken littles. Do you remember them? No. They were like the little breaded chicken sandwiches oh, sliders. Oh yeah, yeah. All you right. Know? I thought it was and a you got like three. restaurant you were talking about. No, it was oh, KFC. Yeah, yeah. Chicken and I would I would take them and you know, you break them apart because yeah, they're connected. Right. Bring them apart and I would dip it in gravy and mashed <gasps> taters. Mm. Yeah. I miss those chicken littles. Really? Can you still get them? I don't think they make them anymore. Right now, the only thing that interests me at KFC is their coleslaw and their chicken pot pie. That's about it. Nothing else wow. really grabs my interest. Yeah. Hmm. Certainly. I like the thigh meal. Yeah? Huh. You like a little thigh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a big thigh. <laughs> All right. All righty. <laughs> Uh, that might be time to check the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> On that one. <laughs> so yeah, so if you're interested in that kind of garbage for a meal, I mean that just that that screams to me cholesterol issues. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, the two glazed donuts. Diabetics cannot oh, yeah. have it. Listen, the best thing as a diabetic, I, I will tell you. The best thing that you can eat regularly that will not affect your sugar and will help with diet and exercise, right. will help bring your glucose numbers down, is, and you can eat a large portion of this, a very large plate of ice cubes and tree bark. There you go. Yeah, and there you have it. Gosh, yeah. that sounds so yummy. It does. And I if you use sea salt, you can put a little sea salt Ooh. on it. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> All right. So uh, coming up later on in the show... Uh, we are honoring a new hero, and uh, we are crowning a new wombat, and uh, if time permits, and usually it does, one last thing. Um, Molly is pooped. So Well, um, yeah. And then coming up next, we got... Um, stuff. Stuff, yeah. Stuff and things. Stuff. And things. And things. Yes. And maybe we'll cover a little bit of this and that. I like that. <gasps> I like this I too, like but I like that and this. Right. <laughs> I think the second segment of our show should be titled This and That. We don't. I don't title the segment, so I just title I, the show. I want to. All right, we'll be back with, what would you say? This and That. This and That. Coming up after this. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> this message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations?
Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Joel Mahalik Show, and I am Joel Mahalik sitting here with the lovely Sharon. Hi. And welcome to what Sharon wants to call this and that. Was that right, this and that? Yeah, this okay. and that. This and that. Absolutely. So let's start with something that you were flashing all over your tablet before the commercial break. And that is the Antonio Brown story. <laughs> I know. What an idiot. So, I mean, the, this is the uh, the epitome, or the epiphany, the epitome. This is the um, classic case of how to, how to lose your job. Right and, quick. And, and, lo- <laughs> and lose it good. <laughs> so. uh, or how to feel unwanted by everyone yeah now i could easily have turned this into a one bat of the week but the problem is is he's on twitter all day today calling out everybody new sports writers moron sports tv personalities uh general managers coaches team owners the nfl pa and so i don't want to be on his on his list of twitter people but so i won't do that but Clearly idiotic to uh, lose, uh, you know, another job, you know, not two games into the season. Right. And um, so, but this is, this is what happens when you create yeah. drama like that. I mean, okay, so yeah, I guess he's got some personal issues. I'm not familiar with all of them, but I right. think you probably are. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know all of his issues. But he brings... I just know that he's an idiot. He brings it to work or lack thereof because the big problem is he doesn't work. Right. You know, well, he's not anymore because either. Because last year when he was with the Steelers, he wasn't coming to work, still collecting some part of his contract, right. and, and holding out uh, for something. I forget what it was because I know there was some talk in the Eagles camp. They're like, well, let's we need somebody right. of that caliber. Problems or not, let's bring him in. And right. you know, so there was a lot of debate back and forth. We didn't really want him. We didn't want that damaged mm-hmm. goods. And it shows because... Uh, the Steelers got rid of him. He goes to the New England Patriots, right. and within two games, he's out. He's been released. So exactly. And um, and it came out today. The XFL announced they had, they have no interest in, in him playing for the uh, XFL, which takes off as you know one week after yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yay! Football in the winter, honey. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how you. Uh, lose your job and lose it hard, lose it good, lose yeah, it permanently. Yeah, you know. But he said he's done with the NFL, so I just think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's well, funny that today. I don't, I don't know if it's uh, if you're done with the NFL. It sounds a little like um, I'm done with the NFL because no one will hire me. Right, and maybe the NFL is done with him. Yeah, exactly. But he, what I think is uh, apropos is he announced earlier this morning he's done with the NFL, mm-hmm. and not long after that the XFL puts out a nice little tweet right. and says, we're not interested in you. Right. So in other words, don't come knocking. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people who are, uh, you know, who are ex-NFL players mm-hmm. who can still play or, you know, uh, out of college and couldn't get a job in the NFL, I mean, the XFL will be a con- uh, conglomerate of all these different types of athletes. Right, exactly. But not Antonio Brown. So <laughs> he, he should be on, uh, he should be the poster child. Mm-hmm. For how to not have a job, right? How to lose? <laughs> you know, this reminds me of that movie, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Mm-hmm. How to lose your job in three minutes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so okay, so that takes yeah. so that takes care of our Antonio Brown. Yeah. You happy now? Yeah, thank you. Is that daughter number two? Yes. Okay. Yes. Does she know we're on here? 
Um, she's not texting me. Someone else was. Oh, okay. All right. I saw the yeah. headphones, and I know that she has right. a pair similar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she's trying to sell them, and somebody else I asked, she wanted to know about it. Gotcha. All right. So, since you had to call me out on on the air about texting while you're talking. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, I thought maybe you had something to add to that. No, okay. no. All right. Um, so, I wanted to... Oh, you got the back scratcher mm-hmm. during a break. I didn't even notice that. Wow. Absolutely, because my back was scratching really bad. So, I wanted to talk a minute about Mr. Rogers. Oh, there were a couple know, of minutes. Yeah. I, as a child, loved him. Yeah, well, I... My children loved him. Everybody loved him. Yeah. So we saw this yeah. documentary a couple times uh, that they made uh, about On him. On HBO. And um, it's everything that I've heard about. It's a very good documentary, very mm-hmm. uh, informative, and things that you, maybe you didn't know about him, um, like the fact that if it were not for him... Um, PBS television would have lost their funding. Yep, yep. Because he went to Congress. Yeah, he was at those hearings. solely because of his speaking out, that's why they got the... Yeah. At the time, this was a lot of money. $20 million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but... Um, so... So I guess the angle I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, he had come under fire uh, later. And Mm -hmm. people in the news media and some parents and, you know, they all wanted to blame bad behavior and um, what sort of entitlement uh, on him by the way children were growing up because he... Right, because he was telling everybody... That they were special. Right. In their own way and in their own right. right. Absolutely. And they are. And they are. And I don't understand how people can say that they're not. Because society needs a reason to blame somebody else other than themselves or, you know, as parents. That's that's what it boils down to. Right. And he was saying, he was saying that... um, Everyone is special. You don't have to do anything to be special. Right. Which is a direct opposite of what society... Expects. Expects. Yeah. Hence, the entitlement. And at the same, at the same time, like I was saying, they, uh, you know, people uh, were looking for reasons to uh, blame somebody... Right. For pos- probably their inconsistencies as parents. Right. And, uh, you know, like the way I think you and I both agree, the way we look at it is, you know, we have these problems because the first thing we blame is bad parenting. And I think that's accurate. Yeah. And so we. It has a lot to do with how the kids today act. It really does. So. Right, and so if you go back and look at about the time frame that people were looking to blame Mr. Rogers, right? You're talking about the parents who raised these kids, right? That are adults now, mm-hmm. who are rude. Uh, yeah. They are um, rude. 
Right. And uh, oh, wait, very wait. rude. I was thinking, the other word I was thinking was um, rude. Rude. Yeah, you know, and they're just, they're inconsiderate. They're inconsiderate. <laughs> I don't know where that N came from. Right. They're inconsiderate. You know, the, and so it, this, to me, this was the parents looking for somebody to blame. Now, in retrospect to that, I say that there was a there was a quote in there, and I think it was I don't know if it was Fred Rogers that said it, or if it was somebody else being interviewed. I think it was someone else being interviewed. I think it was one of the people that worked on his show. Okay. They said that the problem today is that there's no room in this society for good people. Right. And I thought, wow, that right there is the understatement of the entire Absolutely. of the entire movie and the theme of Mr. Rogers. Right. And I say that we have to find room in society because maybe we need another Mr. Rogers who is educating the children, you right. know, before they even get to kindergarten. I mean, you know, they right. interviewed people who watched him as a child and were made serious accomplishments in their mm -hmm. life and were very proud and they get especially when they got to meet him. And you look at all the, the, the different cities that wanted him to come there on a tour. Right. To see kids live in a large gathering place. I mean, this doesn't right. sound like somebody right. who is responsible for your child growing up to be a dumbass. Right. It doesn't. Not no, to me. you're absolutely right. You know? And, um, you know, I mean, we watched him. Our children watched him. Right. And that's four people right there who are doing okay. Exactly. You know, we're not climbing the tower of... Uh, you know, a, a college campus or whatever, and or, or any of these these things. You right. know, we're we're courteous. We're the kind of people that will hold the door for you. And I mm -hmm. mean, I'm not just tooting my own horn, but I'm just saying. You know, the, <laughs> so. Oh my stars! I'm. I will pause for you to check that. Please. <laughs> You go right ahead. I'll keep talking and keep the audience busy while you pick your brand new iPad Pro up off the floor. <laughs> and you better do the facial recognition thing. And hopefully the camera still works. Because if the camera took a hit, it may not recognize you and let you in. <laughs> if it, it's saying no. You know, tr put it in front of Molly's face. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> Can you see that? You know, but, you go yeah, shopping one day or something oh and come gosh. back and you can't get into that because Molly was playing right. with the settings <laughs> and changed the facial recognition to her. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just saying, uh, my only point to bring that up, and I think a lot of people will agree, and if you don't, well, I mean, that's fine because I, I'm also the kind of person that believes that we, we, we have the right to our own opinion. And that's, exactly. you know, and of course you're part of the problem if you think that statement's wrong, but we still have a right, you always have a right to your own opinion. Right. And, eat, and to voice it. Yes, and to voice it. And and, the, exactly. And, and your inability to agree, your inability to agree or disagree with my opinion does not put the pressure on me that I have to feel differently about my opinion. Right. You know? Right. You cannot like my opinion, and we can still exactly. go on and be friends. Exactly. There have been and very you know, few. I don't mean to cut you off. Well, I do. Um, <laughs> I um, forget exactly where I was going oh. with that. There, I remember. There's um, many a times between, you know, you and I, we do have philosophical 
discussions. We do. And you have your opinions, mm-hmm. and I have mine, and usually they do not agree. Right. And, but we don't hold it against each other. Right. You know, we understand that we are grown adults and entitled to our own opinion. Right. And I think there's not enough of that going around. Oh, sure. And that's why. You know, everybody's like, you know, you got to, you have to believe exactly what I believe. If you don't, then, then there's bigot, no room in racist, society you're for you. are rude. Right. You're, exactly. You know, all, you're, you're everything except another human being to that person. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. you know, I've very few people, I've had to let very few, but a couple people go in social media because that's right. the way they are. Exactly. How dare you not be Democrat right. or Republican? Right. You're not allowed to be. Uh, you know, an well, independent voter. How exactly. dare you not and like not this? You're not allowed no, no, to no, not no, like no, that. No, no. I'm talking about everything. I'm just using uh, some I examples. Know, but but I'm, I'm not talking, talking about everything. About, I'm not talking about politics. You know what I mean? The, I'm just talking about everyday life. Right. You know, um, common courtesy has gone by the wayside. Nobody cares anymore. They really, really don't. And this is why we need another Fred Rogers, okay? Because right. since since parents are raising, quote-unquote, in parentheses, not raising their well, children, right? somebody has to deliver that message while they're young. Right. Because right now, while they're young, they're getting the wrong messages. Exactly. If, if they're in broken homes, they're really getting the wrong messages, right. you know? And we need another Mr. Rogers. You can't put them in front of the TV and watch the cartoons because the cartoons are violent. violent? Oh my God! They're uh, they're crazy. They're 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 making cartoons to be closer themed with innuendos for adults. Right. You know. So right. I mean, yeah, there's just no there's no teaching effect. Uh, with television at all. We, right. And this is the time. This is the time we need a Fred Rogers. Exactly, because he would go over every little thing that a child might come across in his or her his or her life. Right. And tell you that it's okay. He sang a song for them to tell them it's okay to be mad and right. what and what to do with that. Exactly. What what you can do with that anger. Exactly. You know, he he would teach children all the different little life lessons yep. that, as grown-ups, most of society don't have or know. Right. So. So we need a Fred Rogers. All right. So that's that was serious for a little that bit. That was serious for a little bit. Now you have something funny because you only. I mean, we have like maybe three minutes. Three minutes? Three minutes. You got something funny you want to say? Okay, I do something have a joke. Something entertaining? You have a joke? I do. Um, I have a joke. Um, my jokes are called dad jokes, though. Right. Which means but they're my, weird and nobody likes them. Or they give me that wait, look. Let me think. For example, did you hear the one about the two cannibals behind this um, carnival eating a circus clown? 
Ew. The first one looks at the second one and says, this tastes funny to you? <laughs> it's a dad joke. It's a dad Come joke. Come on. Okay. Um, I did not get that. You can say that out loud, I think. No. Oh. <laughs> can you get into another computer? Um, I don't, I don't, oh, no. No, I'm going to say no, mind. not with two minutes anyway, now. You're right? on the spot, Sharon. I'm, two minutes okay. now. All right, I got one. Here we go. Da, 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 Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side? <gasps> Damn. Have you heard that one before? <laughs> I've heard it many, many ways. <laughs> no, but I did. Was that really I, the answer to that joke? Yeah. Oh, because I wouldn't have expected that. I was trying to be funny by saying the no, wrong that punchline. Was, that was <laughs> no, that was that was it. No, when we come back the next time on our next podcast. Oh, you want? Oh, you want? Oh, I will. No, I will tell you a really funny joke. You want jokes, do you? I want jokes. <laughs> I want to laugh. I want you to make me laugh. I make you laugh every day, without well, without fail. <laughs> Yes, you do. Without fail. Yes, you do. At least once a day. <laughs> um, I'm out of time for this other story, but I think it, it, it can go on hold because it, it wasn't so much the story. See, it's not always the story we're reporting on. Sometimes it's we're taking a story and we're talking about the story. Right. And then I think what we like to do is we kind of like to tie it into um, take it and say, well, let's look at this, you know. Right. From... Like another a chicken sandwich between two donuts. Okay, we read the story, but we really right. want to say, don't eat that. <laughs> you know, so we're trying, right. we're trying yeah, to take right. the story and we're covering it as a, exactly. you need to know. That's what it is, a you need to know story. And I think this one that I, I wanted to get to right. uh, can be uh, easily be a holdover. Are you writing me love letters with your yes. pen? Wow. Are you wishing me good luck in the third segment? I am. Wow, that's so kind of you. So coming up in the third stretch, or the final stretch, the third segment, Wombat of the Week, honoring a new hero, and one last thing. So right now, we're going to say, um, baby, I love you. I love you, too. I love we're you, gonna too. We're going to say goodbye to Sharon, because she's going to yes. go make some dinner. Yes, I am. going to make it all the way to the store. I am. <laughs> and then I'm going to make it to the counter. There you go. And then I'm going to make it back home. And for everybody else, I will be back after this quick this is new york super oldie station 920 won the apple brooklyn new york so i use my computer every day not even sure how i get along without it but i wasn't prepared for a virus a trojan they called it one night i'm cruising along and the next night i can't do anything i was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune boy was i surprised they had me back up and run the same day i called them I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the show. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and this is The Home Stretch, the third part of the show where you and I get to talk about a couple of different regular segments. So I'm glad you're here, and I welcome you through the doorway of the Internet or however you got here. And hopefully it's because you downloaded the shows or you are a subscriber to the shows. So, uh, in this segment, we do a couple things. We do one battle of the week, we do honor thy heroes, and one last thing. So that, basically, they're the three elements that make up the third uh, segment of the show. The home stretch, as we call it. So, um, also, I will tell you how to get involved with contributing to these segments. Because that's an important factor for me. I, I want you involved. I want you involved, and most, for the most part, the listenership is very involved in getting us the stories that we hear and that we put out in this segment. So, uh, with that being said, and without further ado, uh, we will charge right in. And uh, this goes. In, this is a very classic. Uh, you know, I, I, it, it's amazing when I got when I got this story. The, the one by the week story, and it's because you know we covered quite a bit of male anatomy wombats, and it just shows that uh, men are stupid. <laughs> I mean, you know, to a certain degree, men are stupid. If you want to contribute to Wombat of the Week, and you can, and I and I hope you do, you can do do so by sending us a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to. Wombat at joelmaholic.com, or you can also send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. And your story will most likely appear on the air, and uh, and we thank you for that. Um, that's all it takes, really, is just a, a new story of stupid people doing stupid things. So, um, now that you know how you can get involved, you can also send me a direct message or an instant message. What do they call it? They call it an instant message or a direct message. I'm not even sure what they call it anymore. On Facebook, we're on Facebook at JM Talk. I think every social media outlet should just call that message in the same thing because it used to be IM, and then I think Twitter calls it DM. And then it's DM and IM and EM. And by the time you're done, every vowel in the uh, alphabet has made ha- has gotten married with D or M. Oh, geez. I'm all messed up. Send me a message on Facebook if you want. All the different various ways. Anyway, so what we want to talk about today, okay, is a... Is really, uh, let's just get right into it. So, a man's penis rotted after he injected Vaseline into it to try to make it bigger. Um, the unnamed 45-year-old man went to A&E after five days of suffering from an itchy sensation at the base of his penis. He then noticed a significant buildup of fluid and ulcers on the shaft of his penis, which were starting to rot and bleed. Uh, the patient... Uh, from the South Pacific Islands, who was also feeling weak and suffering fevers. He told the doctors that he had self-injected petroleum jelly into his penis two years earlier in an attempt to boost his penis size. Writing in a journal published in Urology Case Reports, Dr. Amir Amin, Amin said the man was an unwell-looking man 
uh, presented with high fevers. He added that the penile shaft was grossly deformed, tender, and had a serious buildup of fluid. There are also small patches of visible rotten flesh, and uh, he was diagnosed with a condition called Fournier's gangrene, which is a life-threatening flesh-eating bug of the genitalia. He was rushed into the operating uh, room where surgeons removed the dead flesh and drained the pus-filled pockets along with his shift. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> As I read this, um, I'm cringing. Um, so he was taking intensive care to recover ahead of another surgery plan for the next day. So in total, in total, he needed three operations to remove all the infected and rotted tissue, mostly involving the scrotum. By the 10th day in the hospital, his fevers had settled and his and his uh, blood uh, has uh, stabilized. His blood reports have stabilized. He was then transferred to the plastic surgery team who performed multiple skin grafts on his penis and his scrotum. So um, he's home now after a month of being in the hospital and in and out of surgeries and plastic surgery. So, you know, uh, uh, one of the times that we covered... Um, men doing stupid things with their anatomy. It was, I, I don't recall, and I'm sorry for, for pausing this, this is not for effect. Um, I was trying to think for a minute and I cannot think fast enough, but one of the stories that we covered on Wombat of the Week was also had to do with somebody trying to do, improve his member, his penis. And I find myself I, I, being a little bit repetitive in what I say with that story. And it's like, I mean, you, you, know, you were given what you were given. And it's really not a good idea to try to do things to improve on it. Because I feel like anything you do, even if it is on medical advice, could have some sort of bad effects now obviously a lot of men suffer from ed and there's some things that they do for ed and uh one of those things they do for ed is shots at the base of the penis but that is a highly skilled chemical made by medical professionals and tested and deemed safe and it's low dose and it's for the now, not for the um, cosmetically trying to get bigger. You know what the ads all say. Let's, you want to get bigger? You've gotten the spam mail. Get a larger penis today. You know, this is what you were given and be happy with what you were given. What you were given is enough for what you need to do with it. When you need to do what you need to do. Uh, I'm quite frankly grossed out at the at, at, at the thought of you know this guy injecting uh, you know Vaseline into his penis. That's ridiculously absurd to me. Ridiculously absurd. Um, and he suffered some consequences for it. So there you have it. And for doing such. He is the wombat of the week. Because clearly he's a wombat. And he gets that award for this week. So, men, stop. <laughs> as soon as they stop playing with your junk, but, you know, stop trying to modify your junk. It's not modifiable. Okay? 
Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. So um, this, uh, this, this next segment that we do uh, talks about um, honoring heroes. And what we do is we search high and low. And because unfortunately, it's sad but true that we have to search high and low to find people who and go above and beyond the normal call of duty. And that can include emergency personnel, but it doesn't have to anymore. We've really, we, we've been going above that ourselves. And, in this, and, in, and just like Wombat of the Week, you can send your hero stories to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com uh, or at JM Talk on Facebook. Uh, because these stories are harder for us to find, so um, we like get, getting them in. And this one is no different. Okay, a plumber is being hailed as a hero after it had come out on social media that he fixes pipes and boilers for vulnerable customers without charging them any money. Now, I believe it was a little hard for me to find out. I think it's, I want to say it is, it, 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 it's from England is what I want to say. Um, but I cannot be uh, 100% sure. It's in Europe somewhere. But anyway, 52-year-old James Anderson has helped thousands of people in need since he closed his private business and created a not-for-profit company named Defer. Uh, but it was one particular act of compassion that stole the hearts of people around the world. Okay, On social media, a bill was posted for services rendered at the home of a 91-year-old woman with acute leukemia. It transpired that James had charged her the sum total of nothing. Accompanying the bill, uh, James, a father of five, said on the bill, he wrote, No charge for this lady under any circumstances. We will be available 24 hours to help her and keep her as comfortable as possible. So when the media caught up with James, he revealed that he was inspired to start the not-for-profit company after seeing an elderly man mistreated by an engineer. He says, a lot of people close, close to me ask, why are you getting yourself into debt? Why are you doing this? He said, to me, debt is debt. I would rather owe some money to somebody and another person be alive and happy and safe. Uh, James has been providing free or low-cost plumbing for those in need since 2017. And even though he's fallen into debt of around uh, 8,000 pounds or $9,940 in America, he believes he's doing the right thing. He says, it's an ethos that in my heart, and it will always stay there. Uh, the aim for James now is to ensure the settlement of his work goes beyond merely what he can do with his own hands. He says that he has spoken to quite a few engineers around the country, and they're all for it, but it's just trying to get the funding to expand. And I think he wants to expand into other areas other than just plumbing. Uh, he says, I don't want any person who is elderly and disabled in this country, in this day and age, to die or suffer because of cold homes or lack of funding to repair boilers. It shouldn't be happening. That number should be down to zero. And he says, and that is simple as that. So, um, what an amazing story. I love this story. Uh, and it speaks volumes that someone is out there doing something like that and, um, and, and, and going into debt 
for the good of others. And then I suppose that the funding that you know they aspire to get would be to uh, pay for the things that they're not charging for. Parts. You know, it's easy to not charge for labor if you can. But somebody has to pay for the parts, and that's where he goes into debt. But mm, my hat is off to him. My hat is off to you, James. And you are crowned a hero this week on the Joel Mahalik Show's Honor Thy Heroes. And thank you for what you're doing for the elderly and for the disabled to make sure that, um, that their needs are met. It is, um, it is inspiring and it gives you promise that not all of humanity is lost. So be sure to send in those stories to uh, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Okay, so we want to talk about one last thing before we get off the air, and it's about those wireless uh, AirPods. I was going to say iPod headphones, but AirPods. Thank you, Buzzer. Thank you very much. (laughs) So um, the Buzzer to the clothes dryer. How to get in on the show. All right, so... um, a technology opinion piece came out a few months ago. And I thought it was interesting uh, because I actually just got Sharon a set of these AirPods. You know, they're the wireless Apple headphones. And, uh, you know, they run in, you know, they run anywhere from about 150 to $170. However... Desmond Hughes, uh, mentioned in this piece, lives in Newport News, Virginia, and he's 35 years old, and he noticed that there's a problem with them. And that is that, um, and it's not just him, he's finding people complaining the battery no longer is uh, holding much of a charge. And these uh, these end up rendering them useless. Um, He said him and his wife purchased a set of 2016, new, but 2016 AirPods, and they got two hours and 16 minutes from their battery charge. And so um, his his whole argument about this is the fact that not only AirPods, but think of wireless mice, think of Bluetooth speakers, think of anything that has these lithium-ion batteries in them. That recharge. If you're not putting a quality battery in them, he said, you're rendering all these products, all these expensive products that people buy, and they wind up in the trash because they don't last long. Now, that works great if you're the company manufacturing and selling this stuff, a.k.a. Apple. But it doesn't work out good for the consumer. Uh, not everybody can afford these. I really couldn't afford them, but... She wanted them. Christmas is coming. Yeah, I make stuff happen, so I made that happen for her. But he is—he's calling for them to come up with a longer-lasting, better-quality battery for them, and he's also putting that challenge out to other companies making other Bluetooth rechargeable-type items. Because listen, if you put a better product out. 
you'll sell more. But if people are buying something and they don't last very long because you have shoddy batteries in them, what really are the chances that you're going to get a lot of return business? Um, and they said that the AirPods are everywhere. Uh, one industry forecast reports that sales will grow, would grow to $109.7 billion by 2026 from $36.2 billion in 2018. That is incredible. Um, he said the problem with the new, new AirPods is they charge faster, they last longer, they pack more power into a small space, but they die faster. And that's the concern. So um, Apple officials declined to speak on the record of the story. But in 2017, the company did announce that it was working toward a closed-loop supply chain in which 100% of its materials will be recycled or renewed. Um, I don't... That's not going to help much with the batteries, but I think um, what they're trying to say is, well, if they make their products with recycled material... Maybe they'll save a they'll shave a few dollars off. Of course, they're also trying to say trade in some of your old equipment and get forty bucks off. But what's forty bucks off a thousand dollar iPhone? You know what I mean? You feeling me? So I'll tell you what. As far as I'm concerned, I'm fine with the regular wired, um, I you know, uh, iBuds or whatever you call them, the wired ones, and um, and that's fine by me. I'll, I'll have that wire because I don't have to worry about batteries dying or the life of a product because of that battery dying prematurely. You know, uh, I I think it takes me years, five or six years to go through a set of phones, headphones, earbuds, whatever they're called. I'm not even sure. It takes me five to six years to go through them. So I'm okay with it. And you should be too. And that's one last thing. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Remember, a new episode drops every Sunday at jmtalk.net. So make sure you subscribe there to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you are missing us, you can listen to the 24-7 stream available on any device that has internet and a browser to listen to. Uh, so pop over there and check that out. Also, join us at Facebook at JM Talk. Please like and follow us and tell your friends about us. And until next time, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. And remember, it's still sort of summer. So people are still out and about and traveling. Pick up three pieces of trash. Or if you're a millennial protesting climate change, pick up after yourselves because you're a bunch of slobs. We'll see you next week, folks. Goodbye. (laughs) 